I love it. Well, Grand Rising, uh, at least when we're recording this, it is morning time. And so this is Lauren with Untethered with Low. Um, excited to uh, move forward into the podcast series and segments between this and The Art of Zen. So you may be listening on The Art of Zen or you may be listening through Untethered. But either way, I'm grateful to be here. So my name is Lauren Calloway. I'm a certified business uh, coach. And uh, many things that I do are retreats and events and sister circles and networking and websites and marketing and just all the things that you need to really hone in and expand your business, but then keep you grounded and centered while you're moving forward in that expansion process. And so um, I'm excited today. I have Dawn. Dawn, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Thanks, Lauren, for inviting me. It's it's an honor to be here. I appreciate it. Um, my name is Dawn DeVita. I'm the uh, owner and founder of Yoga DeVita. And man, I've been on this road of um, yoga and um, meditation, this industry for 20 years, um, and have just begun to step into Ayurveda wellness and health coaching and still going to school for that to be a counselor next year. And um, I'm super stoked when you reached out um, and asked what am I passionate about? It's seeing, seeing people where they are, meeting them where they are. And in a business space, um, I have, since I was 14, have been in um, restaurants and hotels. And now I'm even a Airbnb property manager on the side. So I'm still dipping my toes in the hospitality world. And I tell you what, it's, it's so amazing when we can authentically show up and drop our story. So if you're on the side of the business individual, whether you're a yoga teacher or a barista or um, a hotel front desk person, you drop your story and you put on your hat, whatever you're showing up for mm -hmm. and understanding what your role is. And there's a lot that goes behind that. And then also understanding that there's another part and that's you as the consumer. Mm -hmm. So there's a responsibility on both ends. And, and I think there's a lot of gray area. And so I kind of wanted to just talk about meeting yourself where you are, as well as meeting the individuals that you serve where they are. So that's, that's where we're going. I love that. And it, it's, a, it's an important topic. And it's something I've actually been talking about a lot because Don, you and I are in the same space where uh, we've lost somebody close to us and um, loss sets you on a whole different path. And it sets you at a different elevation level that if you haven't experienced it, especially while trying to live like your everyday life, um, it's hard to understand the concept of trying to meet one yourself where you're at to understand where other people are at because they're not understanding of where you're at and <laughs> three, like trying to just push through to get something accomplished every single day. And so I'm grateful to have this topic with you because I've been experiencing this as yeah. well. And so, um, yeah. So talk to me about that. Like for you, first and foremost, what does it mean to show up for yourself? So, um, I think when it means like for me to show up where I am, like, it, it's so interesting because 
you know, I had notes that I had written uh, on Friday. And then this morning I was like, oh my gosh, one of the most monumental booms for me was actually right before my mom passed, I was offering a retreat, a yoga retreat, had these beautiful women and it just, I had this overwhelming feeling in me. And I was like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. Right. But I'm in a beach house and holding space for all these people. And what I did was I sat with myself and asked, what can I do? Mm. Right. What can I do for myself so that I am good? And mm. I think that's a thing that we don't do very often as human beings. What do I need so mm. that I am good? It's it's kind of like I'm okay not being okay. Yeah. Philosophy, mm. right? So in that moment of silence, I thought about it and I was like, wow, you know, all of the the ladies really responded with one of these colleagues of mine that I collaborated with. So I shot her a text. I was like, hey, can you do a two-hour thing? Can you bring your tools? Can you mm. can you do a show and tell? And and she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, please. I, I would love for you to expand on what you already did. And it will kind of a will help her out and B it'll help me out. Give you a break. Give you a break. Yeah. Right. So I let go of the wheel instead mm. of holding so tightly on trying to control everything. Mm. And, um, you know, I worked for one of the big box coffee companies for, um, 11 years. And, and my first time was a 10 year span. And then during COVID, I had to close my doors with the studio for a little while. So I went back to work for the company because I needed that social outlet. Mm -hmm. And it was very interesting how, how many people were being placed in positions and then feeling overwhelmed and not going, Hey, I need help. I, I, I can't do this anymore. Cause you yeah. know, in the midst of COVID, everyone was stressed. Everyone was angry. Everyone was being affected. Yeah. And it was such a great time for us. I don't know if that's the right word. Great. But <laughs> coming to me for us to be honest, honest with ourselves and saying, Hey, if I can be moved, if I can go do dishes, or pick up the garbage in the parking lot just to step away from customers. Yeah. To step away from the chaos. Um, allowing ourselves to speak authentically what we need so that then we're really showing up for the customers or the clients or the students a hundred percent instead of I'm listening to you, but really I'm in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or in my heart. Absolutely. I love, uh, let's circle back to like the beginning part, right? Like as a business owner, I was telling a friend today, even there's, there's no time to break a break in your time means you you're losing opportunity and money to keep supporting yourself in the community. And so kind of like you were saying, and a great point to repoint out is that in that time when you're growing through something difficult or just in general where you're burnt out and you need support, but you're still in this momentum, 
leaning into those around you that you can lean into is such a valuable thing. You know, I'll say her name, Leah, you know, we have a women in business and Dawn, you're in the women in business. Leah has really, uh, especially the first, when I lost my dad, she really stepped in and kept posting, kept things really going. And I would show up very little, but when I could, and, um, and like, Having that core team or utilizing the people around you as resources, as though they're more than willing, number one. You know, right. when you express like the pain and the suffering or the burnout, if you say, Hey, I, I'm burnt out and I need love and support, this is how you can do it. Most of the time, people will be there for you. And one, yeah. it's just the expression of that which you need. You know, we as people, and and that's where I've been lately, it's just talking more about my pain and my suffering and what I'm growing through and that, yeah, I'm still smiling. I'm still doing my best every moment of the day, but don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. It's not this, it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time. Uh, right. even make it look that way, you know, but I choose to try to live it that way, but it's with the help of those around me, it's utilizing the tools in my tool belt. Um, and so just putting that reminder back out there, lean into your, your friends, lean into the yeah. co-workers that you have, you know, and let people know how they can support you during, during the times of challenge and growth in a business. And so, um, I just wanted to circle back on that because it's so important. I even posted it the other day on a picture. It was like, uh, my friend had hit me up. She's on the board, uh, with me for the American Cancer Society here in Charlotte. And she had reached out and out of nowhere. She's like, Hey, Saturday free to do like co-working day. And, you know, that was, I enjoyed myself so much. And so really finding those people that you can sit with, you know, with business who care about business, who care about growth, because they're going to be the ones that really, um, take you to the next level and collaboration is key. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. I love it. You can do a lot on your own, but you do the most when you're working with people, you're supporting and maximizing your impact and community when you're working with people. So, um, and it just opens more doors. And so I really loved that you do that. And moving into like the segment, you know, I was a server bartender. I was in the serving industry since I was 14, you know, and I left four years ago, right. When I started my company pretty much. Um, and Ooh, let me tell you, you know, you go in the back and you cry your little eyes out and then you come up front and your eyes are all red <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, she's just back there balling, cussing yeah. things in the back, but here she is. And, um, and so, you know, the service industry is one of the hardest industries to be in and it's yeah. to serve people directly, whether it's hotels serving, um, I worked at a body shop. It doesn't matter. Like it just, that is one of the hardest spaces to be because it's not easy to walk away. It is not easy to have people cover support. I mean, coverage, even if you call, need to call out, nobody yeah. wants to work extra. <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to work extra. So yeah. it's one of those hard spaces to be in. And so I, uh, it's definitely important for our mental health to pause. And if you have to force the pause, force it. Um, but yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. I don't miss the days of serving, but I do miss the days of serving. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm so there with you. Uh, my youngest daughter, she she's working in the coffee industry and I see her come home and some days she's so pumped and other days she's like, oh my gosh. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's really interesting because I want to say three different, um, well, multiple times within my career. 
I had opportunities where I was the little person Mm -hmm. and there was like the corporate meeting under the roof that I was working. And um, when I was in college, so here I was like 21, went home because I had to do a summer summer class and um, the I worked for one of those 24-hour diners, oh, wow. big restaurants. Yeah. And um, there was no team. There, there was no team at all. And so the big guys are sitting in the corner and they're all like, you know, button heads and, and all have ties on. And, and so let me phrase, this was in the, the early nineties. <laughs> if they still do that whole time. <laughs> but anyways, I just, you know, I, I want to encourage people to, it doesn't matter where you are, if you can somehow squeeze your way in there and be like, Hey, this is who I am. I, I would, I don't know if you guys can um, take a moment, but I would love to share something. And so here I was working for this, this 24 hour place. And I was like, I'm a host. I work in the kitchen. I clean the dishes and I serve the plates. I work in every corner of this restaurant. I said, and for that, I know the, the language that's being spoken. I know the body language that's going on, you know, because of, the delivery of like people's communication, the frustrations that happen in the kitchen versus in the front end. And I'm like, I don't know if it can happen, but wouldn't it be amazing if in your training, you had to spend even two hours or an hour in each position so you could feel, Mm. Mm. feel the hustle or feel the strains and feel the challenges. And that way we have empathy (laughs) everyone's position and we can better respond instead of react. Right. Um, and that, that actually happened again for me, which was very interesting because again, you know, fast forward, I'm now 50, um, during COVID going back to the coffee company and my friend slash manager, she's like, okay, we're doing our regional management, um, meeting here for four days. I'm going to put you at a certain position so that you can chime in if ever you feel it's appropriate because I don't know. I just, I love, (laughs) I love working with the patrons. I love working with the whole when it comes to businesses. And um, so one of the regional managers was like, what is she doing? She's not doing what we're supposed to be doing. But she's doing something different. And, and I heard her talking about me. I was like, hey, come on over. I, I can work and talk to you at the same time. So I was kind of telling her, I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I was like, um, what's your name? Right. So I'm I'm at an espresso machine and she said her name. And I was like, what is your order? And she told me. And then I I showed her how far back she was on me making the drinks. I was like, I'm working on a mobile and they're not here, but you want me to have her wait and she's standing in front of me. I'm like, what is your core mission? And that's another point. What is your mission? I'm like, so are you serving these people your mission or do we need to shift how we're functioning? Right. So 
that, that was a lot of fun. And I've done that a couple times um, in different positions where I actually had to, I worked for one hotel they were launching and my position was to be the customer and find the things that I wasn't being seen as the customer. Mm. I wasn't like being supported. You said you were going to serve me X, Y, Z, but I'm not getting anything but X. Where's the Y, Z, right? So really being clear on what your mission is as a business owner. And then also maybe talk to who you're serving and, and have that conversation. Um, in the yoga industry, and I think a lot of maybe the health and wellness or metaphysical world, we need to, as the space holder, just be quiet. <laughs> Right. And really, really listen with our hearts and our eyes. And again, putting our stories, you know, close the door, let your stories go away. Maybe once in a while, while those stories can apply and um, have worth, but remembering that whoever you're serving, um, we really need to be quiet and, and hear what people are coming to you for, and then there's where that collaboration is. So not only is there a collaboration, me and my other colleagues, but you're also creating a collaboration if you're doing Mm one-on-ones, right? So creating clear boundaries. What is your role? What is my role? And, And so there needs to be more conversations about that, right? Like just- why, why are you coming to me? And let's make sure that that why, when you say it, you light up. Because yeah. if you're not lighting up about what your why is, you're never going to commit to it. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Right. And I a reminder, like you were saying, like ex- corporate world or, or every day, it kind of was going back to what I was saying from the beginning where like, when I was going through what I was going through in life, um, people couldn't understand what I was going through because they hadn't experienced it. Mm. And I, I would never wish death on people's lives uh, to have to experience, but it is the all, all knowing thing that we know it's going to happen. We're all going to transition right. at some point. And um, so again, kind of like you were talking about the corporate, right? Until you've been there, you don't understand right? What people are going through, but then you have to hold compassion for those people because they can't and won't understand it until they're actually in this position and whether they take the initiative to get into the position and experience or, you know, with death, you can't, you just wait until it comes. But, uh, it just because of those spaces of learning, looking at life from a different and a higher view, you know, it's being the, being the one experiencing and then being the observer and watching how everything process, how all the things function and having compassion and respect for wherever things are. And so, um, you know, I encourage people, especially because what I experienced with a lot of loss is, um, you know, when people are going through things or when you're trying to grow in a business or when you have a business doing well, you've got to put yourself in every position, like you said. You've mm-hmm. got to 
be able to see every perspective. I always say like I live in a quantum world because perspectively, I think quantumly, I think multidimensionally, there's multiple things going at one time. I can see all the opportunities, all the possibilities and how they function, how they flow. And that's how I am with people, you know? And I try to be understanding of all those, those aspects. And kind of like you said, with the uh, spiritual industry, um, I think that's what one thing with me, like this last year, I've transitioned a lot because I've, I'm different every six months. I'm different, you know? <laughs> with all the loss in my life, like I'm different. I'm different from where I was last year. I'm different from where I was six months ago. And, and so in honoring like the transition in yourself, um, and sharing it, but then creating space. And so like, you know, even with this right now, with us sitting here, you know, I have been doing my podcast for, I think about a year and a half now. And, um, and I just was like talking to God and said, how do I make a bigger impact? What can I do to support my community? Um, my, my communities, cause there's multiple communities I'm in and right. the opportunity came to sit here and open the door for the podcast. And I dual purposed it. I'm, you know, fundraising for one of the nonprofits I'm on the board for. And I'm also giving people space to be seen and heard. And, um, I love the reminder of the quietness because what happens is I'm definitely one of those people. I don't really like the to be the center of attention, even though I, I end up being that because yeah. uh, of all the things, but um, to come here and just give people a space and chime in uh, when necessary or when want to give extra support is great. And, you know, like you said, we we're too often listening to respond you know, we want to jump in in the middle of somebody's sentence, you know, it's like, no, be quiet, yeah. listen to the full thing. And then when you feel like there's a pause, cause you'll feel it, then you can just like I did, right? Like, all right, we hit kind of like this pause section, go back, converse, give the perspectives, uh, respect the, the comments that, that have been made. And so reminding people to be patient and to be present and to be fully engaged in everything that they're doing, especially when you're giving your time and attention to somebody in front of you. Um, I made the comment the other day that my friend got upset because I wasn't looking at her in the eyes when I first met her. And it's because I was listening. And mm. for me, in order to listen, I can't look at you too much because I'll go into meditation and, or I'll go into like deep thought and, I rather just be engaged with what you're saying. So even here now, like watching myself, I'm like looking off to the side because I'm actually listening. I'm trying to hear everything you're saying. So my eyes aren't taking in anything else. I'm being present with you, even though it looks like I'm being just, I'm not, you know? And so right. taking time to really, again, just give people the respect and space, the voice, you know, let them share their pain, their passion, you know, let them have their, their moment to shine because, you know, we all have our medicine we all are, you know, I say it, the crackhead on the street is just as important as the billionaire sitting in his office. Yep. You know, my ex doesn't agree with that, but that's why he's an ex. So like, you know, just reminding people the value of every single person that you meet, you know, even if you disagree, there's value in that disagreement, you know, and um, it's, it's asking, you know, you to sit with yourself and see why it doesn't resonate, you know, and is yeah. it morally, ethically, why, or so um, I love that. And so, yeah, I think it's valuable. And in the, in the wellness community, you know, um, the wellness community shows up in a lot of different ways and some of them can be very self-centered. And so uh, I do appreciate the time 
to give space. And so I thank you for being here, Don. I do. Oh, thank you so much for, again, holding space for all of us to just have these conversations and inviting me. It's been an honor. Pleasure. Uh, yes. So let me, so you, we've talked about the concept of, um, you know, these corporations and we've talked about the concept of, you know, these small businesses, you know, or do you have any other ways that people can really um, meet people where they're at? Um, well, it's one of the cool things um, that I think we all need to do is um, believe in ourselves, right? So in other words, whether, let, let's talk about us as the business person, right? Mm. We, we need to know what we know as well as we need to know what we don't know Absolutely. and be totally okay with referring yes, or saying, Hey, I'm not sure. Let me get back to you instead of blowing smoke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that that's one thing that I have, um, I'm totally okay saying, Hey, I have no clue. Um, as well as I'm a, a true advocate of constantly learning, like taking pauses. I'm a huge mm. learn, practice, yes. and then share. integrate. Integration is huge. So I think we need to know what we know. We need to be okay referring out, which is part of the collaboration and networking, and um, which is fabulous. And also that you can't serve everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're wishing that, and if that day comes true, um, you, you may not actually want it because it's part of the two, the too much, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, when it comes to working with other people, um, creating space for those people to really um, own, I can do this. What are you doing for people to own? I can empowering people. So first of all, how are you empowering yourself? And for me, it's education and practicing what I preach, um, being okay, screwing up. Yeah, yeah. And sharing that with people. And then on top of that, allowing space for the people that you serve, screw up and get up. That's my biggest thing. I have preached that to my children. They're 18 and 20. Fail and then get up and do a dance. And then ask yourself, do I want to try again? I hope so. Maybe it wasn't for me. Maybe I have to try something else. And I might have totally tangent off like what you asked me, but <laughs> no, it really circles right. I mean, those are more ways to show up, you know, wholeheartedly, authentically, yeah. as the world likes to say right now, you know, I love, I, you know, I talk about it all the time, you know, I went to college twice, I've left twice, you know, but I still went to college, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I've done yeah. a lot of work in different communities. I've, you know, I've, I've messed up in my past. I have something that, you know, people bring up all the time when they, they talk to me, oh, you've done this. It's like, I've lived life, y'all. 
Mm-hmm. I've lived a full life. I've lived for the most part, a good life. Everybody has mistakes. Some people have things in their past. Like you fail, you get up, you start projects, you stop. People always say to me like, oh, you're doing a lot. And I tell people like one of the ways I maximize growth in my business and my life is that, yeah, I have my irons and a lot of fires. And then what happens is slowly but surely, maybe some of those go away. Right. Because it's either one not for me or number two, not in in season for it. Right. Exactly. Even like a program getting ready to launch. I started thinking about it a year and a half ago. And then I was getting ready to launch it right before my dad died. And my dad died and it was like, nah, just not holding space for that right now. And now I'm right. back. I'm getting ready to create this passive income opportunity. So, you know, it's just, it's okay. It's okay for all of the things. And that's the biggest thing is like, this life isn't, and then trying to move away from the language of good or bad. This life just is, and it is always working for you, whether you like it or not, and whether it feels good or not, because all the good, all the bad is a blessing, is a lesson of patience, of kindness, compassion, of being willing to move forward and staying focused, but being willing to pause and respect, not just yourself, but others while you're in the transitions you are in in life. And so, um, no, I just, I love it. That's all good. (laughs) Well, and you know, what's so cool. Cause like, as, as you're speaking, um, uh, in one of my recent classes, uh, the teacher said, everything belongs period. Everything belongs. So thinking about like everything belongs, whatever you're feeling, in your body, in your emotions, in your mind, as well as the external environment. Everything belongs in the moment, but it's where we are in that time and space of how you're going to react and how you're going to respond and how you move forward from that space. Um, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. And it is also, it can be very, very hard. Right. So when you are going through some stuff, some, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta reach out. You might have to step back. You know, I, I, I couldn't go back to teaching and in my studio space after my mom died. I just couldn't. And, uh, and Mm. some people got it. Some people didn't and that's okay. Right. Again, hands off the wheel. I'm just, here to to do the best I can and um yeah show up where I am authentically absolutely and I it's one thing about me I always tell people and I and I come off with this like kind of an like an asshole kind of mentality sometimes because I really have a I don't give a f mentality Mm -hmm. and and it's not that I don't care but at some point you can only care so much. And I yep. care to an extent to where it's like not super detrimental to my health, but not also disrespectful, hopefully not disrespectful to other people. And right. so, you know, I try to live this life of moving into what I've been calling myself a lot more now, this untethered life, like not being tethered to the outcomes, not being tethered to yep. the expectations, not being tethered to other people's feelings and emotions and thoughts around me and just trying to just, just be. And like we said, whether it shows up as being good or bad, it it, it doesn't matter. And, you know, I just, and if I mess up and I fall and I stumble, it's like, 
let's try again or don't try again because it's not for you. And so I just, I try to encourage people to just live this very uh, uh, free life. And it's, don't get me wrong. I have my moments where I overthink about the things I've done, but then I go, okay, what did you learn? What What's the lesson that you can integrate into the being now, you know, or is this something you can come back to, or is it something you need to let go of? And just, again, just, just being present and active and engaged with yourself, but then respecting the world around you in that same, in that same balancing act that we're doing. And it's so hard these days because I think we've, the world's grown very self-centered. We're in this very um, kind of being in the middle, you know, shining bright on social medias and you know, being authentic with socials, but are we really being authentic? Are we really showing up in the right ways? Um, are we really showing up for others, you know, and kind of stepping back to the whole conversation is, you know, when we're going through what we're going through, you know, corporate, personal business, general life, you know, understand who you are, what you need, ask for it, do what you got to do. And then try to always have that outside perspective of what the customer needs, what's going on with your friends. How can you be supportive even when you're needing support? Um, I know with my podcast last year, like I needed, um, I couldn't show up and my partner at the time, you know, felt like I wasn't showing up for her and that's okay. I wasn't because I couldn't. And so at the end of the day, what happened was we just took a break. I just took a break. And then we started again and then life happened for her. And guess what? I just gave her the break and I kept the podcast going for myself and all the things. And so it just becomes this balancing act and you're not always going to be evenly balanced, you know, but you can try your best to just be. And yeah. uh, I just want to encourage everyone to take that pause and that breath. And when life seems so heavy and hectic and you feel like you can't get grounding, you know, go outside and ground down, take a few deep breaths of inhale and then, you know, letting it go and then just re re-engage with life at the best measures that you can. So. And don't you think that comes with boundaries? Absolutely. That's, you know Absolutely. what I mean? I, th- I think boundaries uh, are number one, not being made. And number two, they're not solid. If you, or, or they're too, too like rigid, right? Like, yes. yeah, so boundaries, boundaries are, are huge. Yeah. Boundaries. I feel like you, if fluid and flexibility in the boundary, because it depends on what is showing up. Right. right. Um, sometimes there needs to be a little segue. There needs to be a little bending in the rules, so to say, but then there's times where it's like, it's a hard no for me there's a hard pass. Right. And so I think, uh, very much so, um, boundaries are important, but so is fluidity and flexibility. And again, it's that balance, right? right? This life is a balancing scale. You know, what you put in always gives back, Uh, It may give back, you know, blessings, but you're going to get those hard lessons. And those are still the blessing. You just don't feel like it is. Um, But boundaries are are a weird thing because people don't have that concept of flexibility in their boundaries sometimes, you know, which creates for them friction and then stress in the long run. 
but boundaries are important. And so I know that for myself, I, I push my boundaries. I like to push them. That's just me naturally. Um, I'm a wild one. So, you know, I can put myself in uncomfortable places, but I also enjoy the uncomfortable space because I know what it's doing for me. Even now, right. um, you know, I had a business partner. I moved out here to Charlotte and worked with this holding company and the a holding company we've dissolved. He's dissolved a ton of stuff. And, um, number one, it wasn't healthy for me to begin with, but it created a, a, a deficit in my income one, right. Losing a, a collaboration piece that made up more than half of my work. And part of me could go back to the corporate world, but the other part of me is like, if you just work hard, like you've been doing and keep growing, putting in time to the things that you're going to invest in, you're going to be exactly where you were three months ago. And so putting yourself in those places of pressure and letting go of some boundaries of security and safety. So that way I can be the person I actually want to be. So that way I can be the boss that I am and create the space for others to have the space and and grow together and collaborate. Sometimes the boundaries, you have to push those boundaries of comfort and stability and safety. So that way you can actually get to the next space that you even want to go to. So uh, yeah, I love. That. Well, and that's no, and and obviously that's very passionate for you. Um, <laughs> so so think of it as um, if we were doing a one on one, and you are my client, you're speaking your your philosophy around boundaries, right? So me being um, the we'll say the professional, whatever you want to call it, in the <laughs> in the relationship, really hearing like. You're asking to be challenged, right? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where some people would be like, hell no. Yeah. And they would need baby steps, baby mm. steps. So that's the whole meeting, meeting people where they are is really allowing that space to hear boundaries being, I have none or I have some, <laughs> but I want to be fluid with them. I want to, you know, yeah. And then some people who have the freaking wall that is sky high and haven't tried anything new because of fear. Yeah. Or, you know, and in that quiet, you'll hear what they're scared of or what, why it's been built. Right. So that, that is my my passion behind the meeting people who where they are so that we make sure that we create that safe space Absolutely. and we serve we we're really serving them um or we're allowing them to be served by someone else who can serve them better than what you could right absolutely yeah no, yeah that's a great reminder and i think that's kind of what i've been i've said it I don't know. I said in my video the other day um, that, and I talk about the concepts, you know, uh, science and spirituality, they talk about the same things, but they, um, it's kind of the same concept, right? It's not for everybody. So like science and spirituality um, say the same things, but they, they say it to people who understand it in the facet to which they can understand. Same with religion. People go to different religions. They say the same things. But they go to the different religions because they understand the concepts. It's better for their, it's a better language for their program system that's already in place. And um, that kind of goes with all this too. It's like, you know, there's no competition, y'all. 
as long as we're all doing better, as long as we're all supporting each other, it doesn't matter if we all do the same things because program wise, what you're deeply encoded with, um, somebody's not going to be able to understand you that may understand uh, somebody else. But as long as that person's still getting served, still getting the message, they're always going to remember what you've said. Because at one point they're going to go, oh, uh, saying the same thing. Because uh, now their language has opened up, expanded. Now it's been right. important, right? Taking things to a, a quantum level, take coding level. That's the web developer in me. But uh, that's that's just it. You know, there's space for everybody. And the more we lean into that, the better. I'm working with a guy with my company, um, and I've got a. I signed on a new client for some social media management, and um, and he wants a website. Well, I'm starting to kind of partner up with another guy who does the same things as I do. And I said, well, why don't you take the website when it comes in? I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? I've got a lot of things I'm working on. Um, yeah. and that's how you do it. You know, if I can gift opportunity and know that even though I do it, but I'm still helping someone else. And right. then this person's going to reciprocate and taking care and thinking of me and vice versa as we fluctuate in fluidity in ourselves. And so I just, and work together you know, don't get offended when other people don't receive you well. Think about those around you who um, who you can send, you know, um, to those people to help them get the information, knowledge that they need, because we all need to grow, but it takes all yeah. of us working together. So, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So Dawn, did you have anything else you'd like to talk about on this topic? Hmm. I actually have notes. Let's see. <laughs> I think that was it. I, You know what? One last thing. If I could give any client, customer, patron advice is when you are entering into a contract or even walking into a restaurant, understanding where you are. And if you don't know where you are, ask the questions. I don't know where I am. I don't know. Right. And so on the business side, making sure that it is clearly stated, whether it be on the website, whether it be on the menu, on the front door. Right. So making sure that there's a clear place for us as business owners to, to transmute, what am I serving? Mm -hmm. What am I offering you? And then on the other side of the spectrum, always ask questions and, and, and don't be, um, no one's ever dumb or silly. There's no silly questions. Right. And, and I find when we allow ourselves that space to have those conversations, it, it's just such a, um, a more beautiful experience. The meal tastes amazing. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that reminder. There are no uh stupid questions. You know, and I'm 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 one, yeah, like sometimes the the silliest questions, if you want to call it, they they're icebreakers. hundred percent. Right? I think we just lose so much value sometimes in people. Um you know, like people will say to me, oh, it's a stupid question. I literally am like, there's no such thing. And even if the question gets on my nerves, because maybe it seems silly to me, you know, perspective wise, it it still matters to other people, you know? So I will never be like, 
that was stupid. You know, I, I have a, a little too much common sense and I know it gets in my way some days because people ask me, I'm like, it's just common sense, you know, but not yeah. common sense for me is a common sense for everybody else. You know, I went to school to study yeah. rocket science, you know, <laughs> like the, the right. mechanical world works different. And so just really honor and value everybody. And even if it seems silly or stupid, just know that it's not. It's right. Not. Right. Well, and, and I just, I think about, you know, a, a beginner yoga student walking into a class, right? Thinking that all yoga is the same. When, you know, they walked into a hot yoga class and they really should be in a restorative class or mm -hmm. a chair yoga class, but they, you know, they just walk in because they heard that it, it uh, brings more peace. Right. Yep. So allowing ourselves as practitioners or boss bosses to ask the questions to make sure that the clients are well suited right um that that's really really important will definitely prevent a lot of injuries too <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> Um, Dawn, I, um, I would love to give you space to talk about anything that you have going on, um, oh, you know, any events, um, anything going on that you'd like to promote? Yeah, actually, um, this fall, starting on the first day of fall, uh, I am launching a 40 day sadhana. So sadhana means a spiritual practice. It's an online, so hundred percent virtual, uh, 20 minute practice daily. So we're going to do an opening ceremony on the first day of fall. And then the next day we do 40 days consecutively. Um, and you can either chime in to the live class, which is going to be a Zoom class every morning, Eastern time at 7 a.m. Um, and then later uh, that morning, I send out the recording so that, you know, depending on where you are in your life, you can tune in to the practice. Um, but the sadhana practice is, is so powerful in allowing ourselves space, space to meet ourselves where we are. So everything we just talked about, it's about you actually dropping in on a daily. Where the heck am I? How can I serve myself today? What can I do to create more space and clarity? Oh, it's just for me, it's, it's, um, and for the last two years of my life with my mom's illness, it, it, um, was my saving grace. So yeah. And you can find more information on that, um, on yogadivita.com and that's Y-O-G-A-D-I-V-I-T-A.com. And, uh, it's $40. So a dollar a day. And, and um, if you sign up, you have access to those recordings, not for just the 40 days. So it'll last longer than that. So that's the biggest thing I got going on right now. I love it. And I always want to cr create that space for you guys to talk more about what you're offering the community, because that's what that's what we're here to do is serve. Right. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just appreciate you being here. This is such a great conversation. And uh um, and I appreciate you taking time with me today and, uh, this will be up Dawn. I'm actually like kind of co-working on your stuff now to go ahead and get it up and out. So, um, that way it will be live today for you. Um, I do, uh, just want to put it out there. I've got a lot of people signed up. I've actually got like three or four today, three or four tomorrow. Nice. Um, and I'm going to do my best to, um, probably won't get everybody each day, uh, but within the next few weeks, everybody's will be out. And so anybody listening, if you have a podcast, 
podcast and you want to be on my podcast to get your message out there, I'm creating that space. Please reach out to me. Um, and, uh, and like I said, uh, I'm dual purposing my podcast to where I work on the board for two nonprofits. One of them is, uh, called canine companions and they are, um, a dog training company that supports veterans and kids with autism. And we have an amazing opportunity to work on this 200 acre retreat center for veterans. And so, you know, we're just trying to fundraise so that way we can get more kennels and food and really grow and serve the community. And so maximizing your opportunities, how can you take what you have and create space to give people opportunity and then create more abundance for the additional things you're working on and working towards. And so, uh, Dawn, again, thank you so much for being here. You're, you're all, oh, this is just, I loved it. I loved it. Cause it's such thank a, you so much. In my life right now. And so, uh, it will be up in just a bit and Dawn, I'll get all this over to you, um, very soon, but I love you. I appreciate you. And to all the guests, namaste. Namaste. Thank you, friends.